What up, what up? I'm hey. your old boy, Cedric. How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing, Kobe? I'm alive, bro. I'm alive. Can't <laughs> I can't complain. Can't we can't complain. complain. That's what I always remember. I always just dap you up in the in the dorms. And mm-hmm. then, dude, just the, the energy, bro. I just, you know, it, it yeah. radiates, man. <laughs> it put me in a good mood. <laughs> you did this, I feel you did the same for me, and that's probably like... One of the biggest things is just energy positivity yeah, I get from you. I'm like, yo, let's go. It <laughs> don't matter if it was like a after a test or a long day of like school or some shit, mm-hmm. dude. Or we just we just dap up and then it's just it's just cool, man. That was a good that was a good year, man. <laughs> Thinking back, like yeah, being in that dorm is probably my favorite year in the dorm. Probably good, good people, man. Good yeah, people. Good people. It's not like a. I don't know that year. Like some years, you meet people, and mm-hmm. it kind of feels temporary. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, and even though you don't see them from time to time, right, right. That year, I know I met good people mm-hmm. that I still like. We'll see and talk to and be willing yeah. to talk to. It's, yeah, definitely good times. It's a huge thing, man. I think definitely when you're starting out, starting out like with something new, especially mm-hmm. like freshman year of college or like just anything new. Right. Just having people to relate with. And kind of help you go through that experience. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Dude. It helps. It really helps. It's like, uh, it's f- for one thing, for me, it was my second year, right, for right. your first year. Yeah. I came from Maryland, so like mm-hmm. I didn't really know anybody. Right. So like having to rebuild a whole like social network <laughs> right, and, right. and reconstruct like your kind of not social status, mm-hmm. but in a way like yeah. you know, put yourself out there. That's what they tell you like the first week of dorm, <laughs> just like go hang out with anybody. Exactly. And like I think that's what kind of helps you grow in a sense, in my opinion. Yeah, a big topic that comes up uh, in these past few episodes is uh kind of the challenge of learning how to meet people mm-hmm. pa- uh, like after college. Right. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's tough, or do you think it's the same kind, t- same type of environment? Well, I think um, it just depends on the environment you put yourself in. Because for me, I mm-hmm. haven't been in college for about two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, money caught up with me. I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, I'm a, I'm a work, and right, maybe right. I'm consider going back. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like I, I built a strong enough network once I was out of college. But that's different if you like stay in the area right, you right. were, or if you're moving somewhere different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for younger people, I think it's not as bad. You can go out to parties, you know, yeah, and just like. You got so much like social media and so many connections yeah. online now. Like if you really want to meet somebody, <laughs> you can. So it just depends on what you're looking for. Is it harder? Yes. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Does it stop you from doing it once you're out of college? No, no. of course not. Yeah, I, I think it's this this whole dynamic of experiencing new things again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same. It's a full circle type beat, you know. As right. a freshman. Uh, you've never been in college before, you know. It's a whole new experience, and then coming out of college, I mean, you've never been in the real life adult world. That adult <laughs> world, no, no, no safety. I mean, family's safety net, but like, oh, kind yeah. of, you're on your, it's on, you're on your own. Whatever no. future you have, it's in your hands, and you got to make it. It's like, <laughs> it's scary. It's scary, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, I gotta, I gotta pay my own bills. I gotta. I got taxes, bro. Tax it, taxes. Bro, they don't teach you about that, bro. <laughs> and I, 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 once I like, I filed my taxes for the first time uh-huh. like a year ago, and yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, I mean, I used TurboTax. I kind of helped. You felt like an adult, huh? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and like, I saw my credit. I saw I was my like, debt. I was damn, like, damn, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is real, man. <laughs> I think that was probably like, I, like I was that day. I was so low. Like, <laughs> I, like, de- like depression is one. Really? Thing, but that day, coming like, I, I, like. Out of state tuition, yeah, it's crazy. Right, and just like right. loans and, mm-hmm. and financial aid, but it's, I I kind of grew over. I'm like, it's fine, you know. I'll take care of it as I can yeah. when I can. If they want to come and get me, they have to come and get me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, because uh, you've been out here or you've stayed out in Manhattan for a little bit, huh? Yeah. Um. So I came. I graduated 2016. Mm-hmm. Came out here that fall and fall. Yeah. Um. And I've been here mostly since then. I've gone home a few times yeah. here and there. But for the most part, I've been in Manhattan. What What makes you stay here? I don't know. I kind of like my independence. Like, yeah. And it's a it's different, I guess. Like, parts of me want to go back home, but mm-hmm. parts of me like the freedom I have. Parts of me like the growth I've experienced right. since I've been here. There, I have no safety net here, you know what I mean? I have. I don't have a car for one. I'm yeah. saving to get a car. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just learning how to get by, right. get through, survive, you know, 
true independence. I mean, in a sense, you've kind of you're living the real world shit right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, in, a, in a sense, it's just not. It's actually getting to a level where I'm like, I want it to be. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I can't sleep on what's happening now. Right. Like these are these are parts of and experiences of life that you have to appreciate the little things sure. that like people don't see when you see like somebody who's big and successful yeah. or whoever they are. You, all you see is oh, you know, I was watching. Okay, um, it's not a tangent. I was watching this uh, HBO Max show yeah. called uh, That Damn Michael Shay. Um, oh, okay. it's like a comedy thing. Okay, okay. But it was talking about how like people have to like sacrifice like their family members or do something grimy or weird yeah. to be successful. But like instead of just thinking, I just I just worked hard. Can mm-hmm. you not like accept that as a fact? <laughs> so it's, it's funny just seeing that. And yeah. Oh, what's your relationship like with your family back home? It's been it's been rough lately. Not yeah. gonna lie, I feel like because like I I went home this past um winter break for the first time in like two years were you home for covid or you stayed up here during i stayed up here quor- during covid and the quarantine. whole quarantine lockdown thing okay mm-hmm. okay yeah i have like my i haven't really been talking to my family as much until lately and i'm still working on that i mm-hmm. think that's like a me thing yeah because like sure. whenever i have distance from somebody i kind of just am in my own world and yeah. i'm kind of in my own mind mm-hmm. and like, i overthink a lot of situations so like the littlest things and i'm like i'm in my head <laughs> constantly so like, that's something i've been trying to work on but besides that like i've kind of mostly been on my own for the most part and like it's crazy when I went back home, like seeing how much my family has grown, yeah. and then seeing me how how much I've grown, you know, mm-hmm. and like I feel like that was a harder time for me because I was right like in like the midst of COVID and yeah and quarantine, just weird times, weird times. I changed a lot during that time in like a negative way. I felt like I saw the world through like so many crazy lenses, yeah. and it was it was hard. I can't I can't lie, it was definitely hard. Like I started seeing the worst in people and assuming that yeah. before even knowing them, you know, it was hard. Uh, what's your relationship like with like are you still in contact with like old high school buddies or childhood friends and stuff like that yes here and there yeah um one of my best friends he was like um a brother from another mother i have a couple of those <laughs> Hell yeah those. we all got those <laughs> but like one lived right around the corner from yeah. me i still keep in touch with him another one he um he he was from new york originally yeah and my dad was from new york mm-hmm. i met him in like band in like middle school oh, shit. and like that's like another brother right there okay, and like okay. it's, it's a few it's funny because most of the people i talk to uh-huh. aren't in my class like they're right. like the year younger than me which is kind of my age group because i was the youngest in my <laughs> class so like it's i i don't really i don't know what it is it's just vibes really no yeah for sure and uh, another thing that comes up a lot recently uh, throughout these episodes is mm-hmm. this whole thing about you know, as we're getting older, um, we've we're learning a lot more about ourselves and like all, what our real interests are mm-hmm. compared to like what we were what we were into like in high school when we were a kid. Right. And it's this whole you know notion that the, our friends that we had in high school we didn't necessarily have like the same interest in. We were just friends because we you know convenient. C- we kind of saw them every day. Yeah. You know, and they were just around us. And then when you get up to here and you kind of find these little niches and these uh, hobbies that you're into mm-hmm. um you, you get a gut reality check that you know you don't really have much in common yeah. with uh, your past friends and it's kind of like it's, it's kind of feel you feel bad for like bringing that to attention and yeah. you think like you don't appreciate them but yeah. i mean it is what it is kind of you know it's uh, yeah it's weird it's like you're losing common ground but i mean you'll always those will always be your best friends cuz mm-hmm. you know i think that's just how growing up works and you're still trying to figure yourself. You were still trying to figure yourself out at that age, mm-hmm. and you're doing the same thing here. And I think it's just different phases. And it's I think it's okay to you know, if you lose touch a little bit, right? Um, but it's weird because you know it it sucks that some friends like that you grew up with. The only thing you can really talk about is like past experiences, and yeah. like that's the only thing you can really relate to. Which is sort of cool because like I feel you get to go back and like reflect yeah. and and see where you two were and where you two have gone. It's because, like, some, you grow to your separate paths and, like, you come back some way and it's crazy to see how life works and right, how everything right. kind of happens for a reason. Like, yeah, I don't even know what to talk to you about. But, like, <laughs> at the R- same Remember when? Yeah, yeah, but remember when? It, yeah. yeah, and then you start, like, going crazy about those things. And then you that's nostalgia is, like, one of the strongest emotions ever, in my opinion. Yeah, I've, I was, I've been, I well, I was, like, super huge into it, but... I don't know. Recently, I've been in this whole. I think it's because I'm graduating too. Mm-hmm. My mindset's just in this go 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 mode. You know, it's right. just very focused on my future, mm-hmm. focus driven. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. So it's weird. I. I have you ever seen The Sopranos? No, <laughs> and I need to. So, I'm, I'm, I've heard a lot about it. So there's this quote that Tony Soprano says. It's uh-huh. um, 
remember when is the lowest form of conversation. Really? Yeah. So it's he, he's kind of hating on the whole nostalgia thing and mm-hmm. like and I don't know. It's I'm kind of in the same phase where I'm really not trying to look back right now. Right. Um, you know, I appreciate all that and everything that's happened, and you know, I'll always love the people that I've loved. Mm-hmm. But right now, I feel like I'm forced to think about the future, myself, and my in the future. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's just weird, man. No, I, I now that you say, I think I get what you mean. Yeah. It sounds kind of like like harsh, but it's not harsh yeah. in a sense. It's just like, hey, I can't afford to like. Y- you have to take the time mm-hmm. every so often yeah. to sit and reflect and think back. But like. Forward always, forward right, always, right, right. and that was something I used to say. I need to get back to saying <laughs> that. But yeah, it's just especially when life doesn't go back, yeah. you can't just stop. You have to keep moving forward. Especially like you're about to graduate, right, right. real real world problems are about Sheesh. to hit you. You know what I mean? Not even problems, but like real world situations mm-hmm. in general. So like you got to keep moving with the times. You know? I think yeah, it's, it's like everybody goes through these phases in their life, and like I mean, it depends on how you want to look at it. You know, I know some people look at it as like chapters, or like they look at life as like a book or like a mm-hmm. movie. Uh, how do you look at it? I look at it as like a movie. You like that I'm, metaphor? I'm big. I'm big into movies. <laughs> no, same, same. So like same. movies are like my like go to type of. Like That's what I like. My producer name. Whoa, oh, shit, my producer good. name that I'm trying to like. It's like Cedric the sequel uh-huh. because I'm a junior. Right. But at the same time, like I love movies. You know, right. so I feel like using the sequel meta- <laughs> like senses. I I get what you're saying. Right, right, right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> what uh, what movies are you into right now? Um, recently, what have you watched? I saw Mortal Kombat not too long ago. Um, Mortal Kombat the movie? Yeah, you what know did that, they, when did that come out? It just came out like two weeks ago. I did not. A little know that. more than that. It was like a live action. Yeah, okay. live action. It was like a, another adaptation, but it's. Was it that good? <laughs> it was I. Right. It's kind of like the whole like Kong Godzilla. It's just yeah, like it's, it's just fun. like action. It's just fun yeah, to watch. You, you it's don't, not that serious. Don't expect too much. Yeah. You know better. It than ain't that. gonna win an Oscar, but and you get mad win. when it's not good. You knew it wasn't gonna be good. <laughs> you got to watch it. You just went for a good exactly, time. Exactly, exactly. That was my first time being back in the movie theater in in months yeah, because of COVID. And right, like right. that's like that's like my zen. You know, like everyone has yeah, their personal thing for like, sure. Like the movies is my thing. I was just so excited. I felt like a little kid just to go. <laughs> I knew this movie was going to be trash. I was just happy to be in the theater. Dude, yeah, it's just the experience, man. Just the experience. And I feel like we all have those little like uh, therapy things that we go do. Like for me, like I love like record shopping. Oh, you have you been to Sisters of Sound? Yeah, man. I love Sisters of Sound. I love Sisters you gotta, of there's Sound. so many. You got to go next time you're in Kansas City. You mm-hmm. got to let me know because there's so many good record stores down downtown in Kansas City. Um, there's a place I went. I forgot what it was called. It was over there by like this chicken and waffles place. Um, is it big? There's um, a bunch. I mean, there's was, Josie's, was, there's Mills. Might have been Mills. Okay, yeah, Mills Record Store is a good one. I think I went to Mills. Yeah, and that, I like I like the store a lot because yeah. the one we have here in Manhattan is small. It's so small, yeah. But it still has. It's very has curated. It, yes, which I like. I yeah. like record stores like that. You can't just have all like the top forty shit. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like Whenever, no, I yeah. want to find like your your underground, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. real crate digging <laughs> exactly. stuff. Exactly. Don't sample some shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yo, oh, I gotta share my record collection Dude, after yeah, this. Yeah, like dude. I have like. Hello Records in there. Dude, let's and, go. Yeah, and like, and I've been trying. I have a couple up here. I want to sample. Dude, hell yeah, man. Some Tom Scott, just some chicken. We'll, we'll chop some stuff up, man. We'll chop. Some yeah, stuff I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm been <laughs> back in the zone. Oh, hold music hold thing, man. and heartbreaks, man. Graduation. Oh my, type graduation. Type. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Like I, I feel you. I'm trying to get back to like I used to not even like sampling. Like really, when I first started music, my dad was like, "You should try again to sampling." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Why would I do that? I like the music. I want to make so my much. own music. Yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to use somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm learned over time by sampling. I'm appreciating the music. Yeah, even man. More. I'm studying every little detail, every guitar run, every yeah. piano run, whatever it may be. And it's just like, yo, this music is beautiful, man. I think with sampling too, it's like a lot of people kind of diss on it because it's it's not like genuine inspiration i guess i don't know how you want to like call it's it. not from scratch i built this but it but it, it i think music plays out like that i think it's it's a whole collaborative effort i mean everybody's taking pieces from something you exactly. know exactly so i don't you know i love sampling <laughs> if, if if some i forgot how someone put this i don't mm-hmm. know if this is the exact verbatim type of phrasing or whatever but there's only like 12 notes yeah in in music from different octaves mm-hmm. and different scales you know what i mean yeah. so like Eventually, something is going to sound similar to something yeah. else, and we've had thousands—not thousands, hundreds of years in music. Yeah. I mean, technically thousands, just it wasn't recorded. We don't know. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> but the cavemen were bumping. Yeah, I you don't think they were bumping? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> they got, I know they were. Yeah, they were bumping in the caves. So it's like, you eventually you're going to hit a point in time where music might 
resemble something or sound similar yeah. to something. It's just how you put your own spin on it. But like, yeah, if yeah, anything, yeah. I always think it's like it's just inspiration. Yeah. How, how can I not be inspired by somebody else's yeah. music? You made it for you made it to put out in this world and like have some type of impact yeah. on people. And this is the impact that you might have. You know, I think just nothing is original these days. I think no. is what people got to learn. And no. like, you have to understand that and like everything takes pieces from something mm. and that's like that's what art is that's what music is right i mean it's just pulling from the world around you yeah pulling interest in from the world this is dude this world is not new no i'm gonna tell you no this world is old as fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you don't think i've seen that before or exactly. my, someone else before me has yeah. seen that it's just may look a little different yeah. but it's the same thing no i think the the main thing people should focus on is Definitely find what you're interested, find what you love, mm -hmm. and then just find a way to, you know, just tweak it and make it your own. Right. It doesn't have to be this whole extravagant new thing. You know, you can pull things from different mediums and then, you know, mm -hmm. and then you, you can find a way to make it your own. I think that that's what makes it even more special. Um, Hip-hop is probably my roots. Yeah. Hands down. Hip-hop, sure. jazz, R&B. But like I love listening to like house here and there. I like yeah. listening to your pop. I like listening to your your not a lot of country. Uh, yeah, <laughs> same same. <laughs> tiny bit of country. I respect it, but uh, it's it's not for me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And even though having just all those things, yeah. I feel like having such a diverse mind, or just having like a diverse like preference, mm -hmm. really affects what you create. Oh hell and yeah! And I'm really realizing like I I sampled some share record yeah just be like who listens to share you know what I mean? <laughs> other people do but people i don't do, yeah. you know yeah no yeah i sampled elton john recently elton yeah. john's dope though oh, yeah but sure. like a pop a lot of people like you, want, why you, why you listen <laughs> and hip-hop too like why are you listening to that man but dude, I mean, it comes down to like every all genres put like hip-hop i mean is derived from jazz exactly like, from like i mean like you you can go like listening to the Duke Ellington song, mm -hmm. and then you go listen to like a Jay Z song, and like there's similarities there. Right, you're like, wait a minute, it's like the kind of flow. Like yeah. there was like um, it was something I saw on Instagram, but it was like this guy who was like, it was like an old timey like, I don't know what genre to call mm -hmm. it, but like the way the guy was flowing, I was like, yo, is this is he rapping? <laughs> is he rapping? <laughs> is he rapping? Oh, it was, it was like some white dude from like the 50s or something no it was like like this um this black guy with oh. a couple of back backup singers okay, okay. but like it was just a way i don't even know i, I gotta okay. i gotta find it i don't remember maybe some motown was. shit or something it was a little before it was around like the times of like i would say like um like i would say 50s okay, 40s okay. 50s okay and it definitely had like that old sounding vibe I feel you, I feel you. like i would say around the time of elvis maybe a little okay. before then something yeah. like that but I was like, yo, this dude's rapping. <laughs> this dude's rapping. He got bars. Jeez, what music have you been into lately? Um, so my music is really kind of like based around like what I've been creating lately. Yeah. So like I was I was telling I was listening to Django and Chain. Yeah, yeah. Just just last the soundtrack. Night. Yeah, yeah, just because like that first it's song. A good soundtrack. It's like, I'm like, oh, that's and I'm just I was trying to chop it up on Ooh. here. Um, I was listening to like a lot of alternative stuff lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I think well, I was listening to some John Bellion earlier today. Hell yeah, man! To John Bellion, dude, that's old school. I used to, I, was, I used to fuck with him like way back in like high school and shit. He's tight, man. I feel like he's, I feel like he's slept on. I don't know why. His um, his like production too. Cause have you seen those like behind the scenes yes, videos? Yes, um, I think the guillotine video. Yeah, the my guillotine one. Just video. seeing like how he started his one mm -hmm. project, came back days later, and like you see the studio energy and that's the yeah, building man. around it. Like that's what I live for. I, I and that's <laughs> the stuff that goes unappreciated. Kind of relating sure. back to like life, how. Yeah. Like you go through like the grimy mm -hmm. little details that no one sees, but like that's that's the beauty of it. That's the, the process. Um, Joe, what Joe and B said it. What? Oh, uh, <laughs> respect, trust hey, the process. Out, hey, shout out the Sixers, bro. They're, <laughs> they're the first seed right now. They trying to make it. They, they be they got Brooklyn right. They got Brooklyn. Yo, spot? dude, they're 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 first seed in the East. I didn't even know. Cause I last I saw Brooklyn was, but they they've been BSing, man. They, dude, I, I don't know how because I feel like they're the Sixers team right now. It's not their best team they've ever. It's had. not. But it's Doc, so, it's weird, but they're like first in the East. Doc Rivers, man. And hey, man, the process, Doc Rivers, bro. Was a, there was a reason L.A. couldn't make it last season. <laughs> nah, nah, it ain't Doc. Yeah, Jeez, trust the process. Life. No, no, I agree. I totally agree with that. No, yeah, I've been listening. I think, definitely with my music, uh -huh. I, it depends on the mood, too. And just like the, uh, I like what we were talking about. It's just the chapter and like the phase of life I'm in. Mm -hmm. So right now, it's a lot. I've been listening to like a lot of, um, I don't know, like uh, just music I I 
haven't listened to when I was a kid. So I've been getting to like a lot of house, like nineties house. You uh, um, visit that homework album by Daft oh Punk. Oh my, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Daft Punk's like one of my favorite groups same, of all time. Same. Oh, the funk bro. Come on, <laughs> I mean Discovery. I I think Discovery might be my favorite, but I think I need to go and revisit Homework again. Yeah, dude. I mean, no. Uh, you gotta gotta get into the Chemical Brothers. I've only, I know like a couple songs Bro, by the them here and there. The Surrender, their 1999 album. You're gonna like that. They're that old. Yeah, dude. Chemical Brothers is that same era? They're same Daft Punk era. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. No, they're uh they're uh influential though into the game. Like you, you a lot of people will say like they take a lot of their inspiration from the Chemical Brothers. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Daft Punk too. Okay, no, I, I totally didn't love know that. Daft Punk. I no, did not know that. No, yeah, Discovery is definitely one of my favorite, if not... Oh, actually, it's not my favorite album. It's definitely up... It's like top five favorite uh, albums of all time for Over me. all time? All time. Oh, Discovery wow. 2001. But really? Punk. Yeah, man. That, that, was, that, that was a album, strong one. It's a... Dude, the, it culturally, it was... It made an impact. I think w- one more time could still come on in the club. Oh, come and on, if you're bro. not bouncing up to it, I don't care what club you're in, something ain't right with your heart. Bro, digital love, bro? <laughs> the, last night I had a dream about you. <laughs> <laughs> you and you, the guitar riff on it? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. Was, was it Short Circuit? It's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, I never realized this mm-hmm. until like, I'm trying to think, maybe a couple years ago, that Daft Punk sampling, yeah, that's a level I want to be. Bro, on. their sampling was insane. Insane. Like, they'll take a small reverse two-second yeah. snap, snippet of one song, take like mm-hmm. 10 seconds of another and song. And they make a melody out of it. A melody out of it. I was like, it. what? I didn't even know. <laughs> I, as a kid, I just never knew what that was or what yeah. that meant. And like... Yeah, they, they <sighs> do a crazy thing with like suspended harmonies. It's like, mm-hmm. it begs an answer that never receives and right. so you get this feeling of like um it's just this, this emotion that just keeps on going right and i think that's what you know that's music man that's music that, that's how you know like when you know how music could could get to you emotionally mm-hmm. even psychologically like no yeah, body wants and require like that's when it's the best resolving a scale like if you play like the seven notes of mm-hmm. a scale but yeah. you never play that that octave right, right, right. it's like I know you're just waiting. Like, ah, wait. <laughs> resolve it, you know, and that's right, like right. the beauty of, of music is like just knowing how to get exactly. to people's hearts. You Dude, know? music is technical, bro. I love the technical. That's what I loved, like when I first started like producing, getting mm-hmm. into it. I just love the technicality of it. When's the last time you dabbled with it? Ah, it's been a while, man. Because I just fo- been focusing on so many other things. Uh-huh. But I'll always have a love for producing and just music. I mean, I still listen to like. Like whenever like new al- new projects come out, I'll do a mm-hmm. full like listen through, no interruption, and then I'll just dive deep into it and just okay. learn from it. I, that's the best way to learn. Is honestly just that's what I love. I love like full projects and full albums. Same, I it's, agree. It's this full. It's like a movie. Exactly. It's 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 it's, it's a, there's a beginning, there's an end, mm-hmm. and there's a story. There's all a in story. The there's a theme. Yeah. And then that's I think the coolest part is like nowadays you don't really get many cohesive projects. If you I do, wish. they're not they're, the mainstream stuff isn't like that. No. You have to like find like your own mm-hmm. artists and like find the stuff that's not being broadcast. And it's because I think people it. have a lot of, I mean, especially these days with all this, this whole TikTok craze mm-hmm. and all these like 10 second videos. Right. Everybody has a short attention span. Very true. Very, very true. Look at, look at um, music. Now, I can look, I can go to a 10 song album <laughs> and it's only 15 minutes yeah. long. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, how? <laughs> and then like, I just feel like that's not enough for me. Maybe yeah. that's just me personally. Like, not when I'm making music, yeah. I want a song to be like four minutes long, three yeah. to four minutes. Yeah. And like, they say, no, it needs to be like two to three minutes. I'm like, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, no. yeah, it's this whole, like, dude, all my favorite albums of all time mm-hmm. all are like cohesive and they have a story and they have a narrative behind it. Mm-hmm. And like, it, and like, rarely, I, I rarely enjoy albums that are just like strictly bangers or like, mm-hmm. Just filled with like radio hits and like those. I do not enjoy those projects. Right. I, I would take like a single or two from there yeah. and like listen to that, but I'm not going to listen to this from beginning yeah. to end yeah. all the time. I was going to ask you, yeah. what, what would you say your top like hip hop album is? Hip hop. Ooh, that's tough, man. I mean, if we're talking hip hop, I mean, look, a lot of people will diss on Kanye, but you have to respect you him. Have to. You have to respect him. And I think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I sleep on that, and not and like you don't think that's his best. No, I, I I think it's okay, one of his okay. best, but for some reason that's not like my go-to answer. Really, like, but like then I think back and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, this was this was probably yeah. the album that like, yeah, not took him out of the hip hop box, but yeah. like, 
you earn that he gained a lot of respect. Oh yeah, for like, sure. It was like, yo, this is this is insane, <laughs> man. Like I've seen videos and like documentaries on him just yeah. dropping and like and like the, the little videos and projects he would put out, like advertising. He's the a album. genius, man. He's a genius. I don't care. I agree. I don't care what nobody says. No, yeah. Does he? His mind. I think there was a Joe. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to Joe Rogan at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch the whole. I didn't watch the whole episode either. But he was in there. Yeah, I saw that. They said like. Did he say some stuff? Joe Rogan t- probably spoke for fifteen minutes. And Kanye was just read. Yeah, <laughs> that's Kanye. But that's his mind. He just mind is just is going constantly. Uh, and Joe Rogan was like, I feel like your mind. Yeah. Is just like on like. 100 miles per hour yeah. all the time, you know, and that, for us, it's kind of hard, but that's why he has so many ideas yeah. and so many things. It's hard to understand what he's saying because yeah. he doesn't really care how you comprehend it as long as he can get it out, mm-hmm. I feel like. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, my Real Dark Twisted Fantasy, I think, what was it, came out 2010, I Something think. Something like that. But I think for the past, de- the past, like, the best hip-hop record that came out this past decade, mm-hmm. if we're talking 2010 to, like, 2020, mm-hmm. It's gotta be um, to pimp a butterfly. Oh, you know what? Insane. I was, I was mad because damn is what was so critically acclaimed, and they won like the Pulitzer and everything, it's which is dope. Yeah, but I think I, I feel like to pimp a butterfly was went over a lot of people's heads because of how complex yeah. and how deep it oh was. My God. But that's what like and people we, are scared to talk about it. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, this content there that like oh we God. need to approach, and like the, he he had a lot of. I don't even know what else to say about the album. I remember when I was in high school when that came out. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is it. This yeah, for me being like hella young too in high school and then like not being like super culturally aware of like, you know, things from race or mm-hmm. like, um, you know, diversity and like class, it still like impacted me. Right. And like it's one of those albums where it's, um, it's like my, like, hit, like, historical you know yeah it was instant classic oh it, it was an instant classic and then the content is like enough to make you want to go back and be like okay what's he talking about oh, bro, people like when that album came out like people were teaching that in in schools right <laughs> like lectures yeah oh <laughs> like that album like if you haven't listened to pepper butterfly it is you have to you have to i don't get how you haven't yet and you call yourself a hip-hop fan <laughs> no way no way Mm-mm. this new music is more like what they call it rap or it's like pop yeah, like hip hop. There's some new stuff. I mean, I dig a lot of the new stuff. I do too. Yeah. I like this. It works. Something about it obviously yeah. works. So like, I I still take influence from it. I mean, also. and there's definitely still a lot of like new people who are still keeping it like original and mm-hmm. like you know still keeping like hold that whole '90s grimy yeah. type vibes. Yeah. yeah, you just have to know where Joey the, Badass. Joe, oh Joey, come on. You saw one that video. He's at a concert. And he like made like a hook. I like the like Joe. Oh really? Joey, Joey's <laughs> fucking badass. And then he started rapping over the crowd. Oh that. shit! I was like, Yo, this is no, yeah, Joey uh, Earl. Earl. I don't listen to a lot of Earl. Oh my god! Because like, for, like he's like has a lot. His 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 flow is so chill and laid back. But what he's saying, he though, is, in my opinion, him and Kendrick are the best lyricists right now. Really, in the whole yeah, game. In the whole game. What about here's my top rapper, right, here, Lupe let me Fiasco? Really, and a lot of people okay. don't like that. But like when it comes to <laughs> lyricism, I really, mean, does, does he make the best songs? I don't think okay, so. Okay. But if you want bars, I can go back to his albums from uh-huh. early two thousands yeah. and still like, oh, sh- that's what he meant, <laughs> and like. And I I know that's how like that's how deep his 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 lyrical content mm-hmm. is, which can be hard for an easygoing listener because like yeah, yeah. I just want to chill. Why are you trying to like, get on your soapbox and like preach to me or whatever? But he's he's okay he's, okay. I've I've never dived into his discography that much. Um, I just know him. He's had a lot of like radio. Yeah, hits. it was it was uh, during a time when the record labels were influencing uh-huh. the music. Right, he, right, he wants right, to right. Make, Like his album Lasers was probably like the most pop right mainstream right. thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to get some of the best of Lupe. But he can rap. He can rap, okay. man. For food and liquor and the cool the first two projects. That's what I needed. Okay. And then even recently he had what Tetsuo and Youth, which was like twenty fourteen. Okay, okay. And that came out around the same time as Forest Hills Drive. So that was just a good time of music. Oh yeah. And then um he had um Drogas Wave, which came out in like twenty seventeen mm-hmm. or twenty eighteen, okay, something okay. like that. And that was like that was a deep project too. So what's your favorite hip hop album of all time? Is it a Lupe album? I feel like it's probably going to be something Kendrick related. Really? For me, okay. like TDE is probably one of my 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 favorite groups. I mean, they're ever. bro, they are Schoolboy, SZA, Isaiah Rashad. I, they yeah. are killing it, bro. Absol was my Absol. He was my favorite growing up. Yeah. I don't know. Um, actually, 
Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> really? One of my favorite hip hop okay, albums okay. ever. Like I have that on vinyl in my yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Like my grandmother would ha- my grandmother. Mm-hmm. She was she was from she was from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. But like she would have this playing in her car and know every word. Yes. And it's like that's your that's your grandma. Your, your grandma go hard. <laughs> she's gangster, you know. And like I'm, I think that's like the dope. The, Gma stay strapped. Yeah. <laughs> she don't play, man. She don't play. The doggy style Snoop Dogg yeah, okay. is, is is probably one of my favorite ones. Just because I f- Snoop Dogg is a lyricist, people yeah. don't talk about him as much. He was a problem, man. He was a problem. And bro, it's crazy that he's still like culturally popular. Too. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even have to mi- put out as much music. He's just an icon alone. For sure, just for sure. You hear his voice and like, oh, that's Snoop Dogg. <laughs> See the Corona commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Snoop, you know, that's it. No, yeah, I've been um I mean like dude a tribe is also one of my favorite oh, my, I groups of all time, bro. Which one's your favorite album? <sighs> the low end theory is probably my I mean low end theory's good, but their their newest one, the last one they put out. Um, um it's a long name, isn't it? Uh, it? oh um thank you for your service. We got it from here. It's the one with it was the tribute to Fife, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. And it had that we the people. We the people. Oh the one the need. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Yo, a tribe, Q-tip. Oh Q-tip is a problem too, and like I feel like God. this is these are honest white answers I'm giving you, but yeah. you're making me want to go back and think: is is this really my favorite? I know, dude. You know, I, it's tough because like, yeah, I'll make like I'll tell people like, "Yo, these are my this is my top five. Mm-hmm. but I, it changes, dude. It, it can't. It's not consistent. Yeah, I mean, if it is, I mean, that, damn, they were they were the <laughs> shit, dude. Hands yeah. down, like you can't, I can't move him because of what they've done. Yeah. But I feel like it's always going to be fluid for yeah. me. A I tribe, Wu Tang. There's so many good I ones. I didn't dude. get into Wu Tang as much, but I've been wanting to lately. Yeah. Cause I just I think Method was probably my favorite yeah. out of out mm-hmm. of the crew for sure. Uh, but like I want to go back and dive in because yeah. I know they have some type of sound. Yeah. Some nostal- not even nostalgic, but like just I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. But you know it's Wu Tang for sure. Do you have like a favorite producer? Ninth Wonder has been on my on my uh, top producer list okay, lately. Okay, okay. Just because of the way he um, yeah samples and like yeah, he teaches yeah. a class at Duke University. Oh shit! Ninth Wonder, have you heard of, you heard of song Duckworth? By yeah, the, yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. he produced that and like he explained how he broke that down and Dang. found like, three different samples okay. from three different times, three yeah, different yeah. countries. It's, it was Ninth Wonder is one of my go tos right now. You fuck with Jay Dilla? Of course, you got to. Of course, I like I I recently listened to Donuts for the first time. Yes. I got I, I kind of found it on vinyl at Sisters of Sound. Damn. So I I, I know. No, it was the Shit. last one. I was <laughs> I like, grab I have to get this now. <laughs> and like, I listened to it. I'm going to keep listening to it again yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. if I want to sample, who else to go to oh my God. but him? Yeah. Like, and it's crazy because like, it feels like it's not cohesive because he's just saying it's a bunch of sound and stuff. But listening yeah. to what he's doing, oh my God. He, was, he was a genius, I mean, man. Dude, you talk to every hip hop head. And like rapper, bro, they always talk about Jay Dilla. Yeah, they better. <laughs> it's like, it's like, who's Jay Dilla? Give oh, me, give me that mic. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't an MC. <laughs> you ain't an MC. Give me that mic. So that's that. You have to. You yeah, have to. You have to respect the the OGs and stuff like that. What yeah. about you? Who any top producer? I mean, dude, Jay Dilla is up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you fuck with DJ Honda. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, G- DJ Honda, go hard, man. You go hard. He's 90s, 90s. I've been listening to a lot of nineties stuff, man. Mm, is that the vibe you've been in? Still, yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I mean, I was born in ninety nine, so I can't really call myself. You're nineties. I can be a ninety. There, there are nines in your in your. Okay, year. okay. Because I look, I respect, uh, you know, this whole new generation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're doing great things. Right. But I, I really don't necessarily like. I stay away from TikTok. I haven't downloaded not, it. I refuse no, yeah. to download it. I'm not I'm not like a big social media head guy. I mean I use it for you know, I'm a marketing major, so mm-hmm. you know I have to stay up to date. But I'm you know, I'm not posting shit and all that like right. every day. Um But yeah, I mean I just relate to that era. I think the nineties personally mm-hmm. and I don't think this is a hot take either. I think nineties was the best era of music. I think you're right. It's like the I think they call it the golden so age of hip hop. So much shit I mean, not just even hip hop, dude. Uh, yeah, hip hop was crazy, but mm-hmm. like rock I mean, even the pop stuff. See, I would have to go and really dig because for some reason, when I think '90s, I immediately oh for sure for sure pop. But like, a part of me wants to go back and think, Mm -hmm. you know, like for I don't know, '80s for me is like my favorite pop era. Really, I don't know what. Oh no, I mean '80s was good too. '80s was good too. I don't know, and it was like (laughs) sort of cheesy, but there's something about the aesthetic of some '80s music. But a lot of the music was like late '80s going Mm -hmm. into the '90s, so you could kind of see where the '90s influence came from and where it went. So I think I think you I think you might be right, bro. It's just, dude. I mean, you have Nirvana, you have Nozomatic, you have. I mean, it's insane. Very true. Okay, okay. Come now, on, come you got me on. thinking. I, if you just look back to, the, I recently made a playlist. Uh huh. Uh, it's really just full of just '90s music. Okay, I'll send it to you. Bet. And I'll give it uh-huh. because, dude, the um, even like the electronic scene. 
was huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about a uh, homework, um, right? The Chemical Brothers, um, Aphex Twin. See, He's, wait, a- I don't know if I know that name. So, a- yo, so Aphex. Honestly, I put Aphex Twin as my favorite producer of all time. He, I'll, oh, I'll, I- I'll get his. Uh, there's this album, uh-huh. um, uh, called Ambient Works. Okay, and it is one of my favorite albums of all time. And it's like it's a mix of hip hop, it's a mix of just everything. Mm-hmm. And he's just his production. I'll you're, we're gonna have to listen to it. Please for sure. do. Okay. Um, See this. this I, I love. <laughs> if I don't know it, I'm happy I don't yes, know it because it's an opportunity for me to. For, learn same for something. me. Like if somebody tells me, um, I'm not super like, I love music and I know like. I'm very deep into the world mm-hmm. and like I'm and I'm still not stingy about it like if people can come along and tell me a new artist please and, put I, me and I'll be very open I'm not going to be like I'm not going to like fake it and be like oh yeah yeah I've heard of him I'm going to be like no I've never heard of him right. show me what I, show me an album that's that I think that's the true music head like a, yeah. what they call audio files so that yeah, you have to like for sure I mean I just think you, you can't fake that I'm not going to pretend just to look cool for you because oh, like yeah. I don't know it but watch me dig into it I'm like yo <laughs> You were right. This is amazing. Yeah. I wish I had listened to it sooner. I hate people who are like super protective about their niche or their community. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's something that's engraved in like a bunch of different subcultures. I mean, like in the skate community, people are super like enclosed and protective mm-hmm. about, you know, like their, um, you know, their. Uh, like their it's like their personal community. Like, like they're yeah. like. It's like there's I don't know how to, I know what you mean because like oh you really about that life yeah you ain't no real skater head show me yeah. nah get out oh of you here. ain't in music you right. never you ain't never heard of the, the you know right exactly. so and so you know you know there and this is something cool I'm realizing there are I don't even, I don't know if I should say millions hundreds <laughs> and thousands of different little communities oh yeah dude. every everything yes like, I, Rubik's cubes <laughs> I love Rubik's cubes yeah, yeah and like I dove into it my freshman year right. in college. Once I really dove in, I was like, yo, there's a whole world of this. Bro, like everything has its own little like community and home. And like I think mm-hmm. people should understand, like, bro, you can f- whatever you're into, you can find friends who are into no the matter. same shit no matter what. That's and that's that's the beauty of the world. <laughs> like literally, like I can probably find some friends who like only um Planes. I know some people who like <laughs> yeah. like fly planes yeah, yeah. and like they go to conventions and go to shows <laughs> and, and I'm like, they do all this? Yeah, you know? car enthusiasts, yeah, dude, everything. Yeah, but like people, there are in those in these communities, there are people who are very like overprotective and stingy and like won't let you in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, I don't I don't like that, man. You think it's normal? I think you said that, but do you think it's like a normal thing for people to like be protective over like the things they hold so deep? I feel like I'm answering the question. Yeah, as I'm I, <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people, the people who are like that, they they want to, they, that's how they identify themselves, you know? That's mm-hmm. what makes them them. Okay. And when they have outsiders come in, it's, in a sense, it's kind of like cultural appropriation. Right. For them, yeah. For them. That's Cause, true. Because that's, this is their one thing. And right. like, this is who they are. This is what makes them them. Right. And when you have people come in and just, you know, pick it up and be like, ha ha, oh, look at me. Right. You know? It's like, you don't, pre- get out of here. You don't, you know, you, and I feel, yeah, I feel like people just don't want their, their niche to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people who are getting into like new stuff, that's not their intention. Right. I think a lot of people are really just like people who want to pick up a Rubik's Cube or people who want to learn how to skate or who want to get into like music. Right. They that, just want to learn. That could have been that, 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 that person. Who you turned away could have been like the guy, the <laughs> girl, whoever. That person could have been the one to like really be like one of the best at whatever it is. Or it could have been love. your friend. <laughs> or it could have been your friend. Simple as that. Yeah. And it's like yes, I mean it's missed opportunity, you know. So it's like kind of like to say yes, kind of. But some some things I get, like like for me being being a black man mm-hmm. and like black culture and yeah. stuff like that. You made me think of like cultural appropriation yeah. and appreciation, like especially with like the 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 climate of our world now. Yep. It's like kind of hard to like. We kind of want to protect what we have because we feel like everything that we've given to like our country and mm-hmm. stuff is like either what taken and profited from yeah. without true like respect to those who yeah. kind of created it and things like things of that matter. So it's like you want to protect those things because you've seen time and time again what could happen, yeah. and it's just hard to like try and stay positive about it. So I don't know. It's it's a very complex thing you got me thinking yeah. about now. It's like the world. The world is full of millions and millions of brains, and millions yeah. and millions of perspectives, <laughs> yeah. and ideas, personalities, characteristics, etc. No, there's no way we can all agree, even in the same little communities no, we're no. talking about. 
It's hard. Oh man. Yeah, the, the climate we're in, I think I think it, it has to do a lot with the internet. Yes. And I think people are just they're ex- people are exposed more than ever. Right. And people are able to find information whether it be true or false. Mm-hmm. And they're able to voice their opinion way more than they were before. Right. And I feel like this is a, something that some people might, might not like, but mm-hmm. I don't think everybody needs to have a platform. Because like, yeah. some people are saying some stuff they shouldn't say, mm-hmm. and then some people are like, I mean, some people have good opinions, but then again, then the opinion is the opinion. My opinion on your opinion <laughs> is, is, is not 100%, yeah. you know? So that's like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many voices now yeah. where like, you use people will like hold on to one perspective and use that yeah. to portray the whole message and like mm-hmm. no that one person doesn't speak for me you know it's like you just don't know who to listen to anymore. exactly you don't yeah. know who to trust where to get your information from yep. what's reliable it's mm-hmm. so like you kind of have to just be founded in what you believe and really yeah. hold that dear to your heart oh yeah and i think and, that, and that's still tough because your your uh your viewpoints could change by mm-hmm. whether you know it's the people you associate associate yourself with right or you know, like your parents' viewpoints, or the uh, the environment you surround yourself with. Right. Um. I think people's views aren't can be can be shifted so easily yeah. these days. I think they. Sh- I see a certain a certain at a, to a certain extent they should be because I mean it at least shows that you're willing to grow. Learn, yeah. As a person, sure, willing to sure. learn. I mean, like I and like this is like you know how we talk about old people like they're stuck in their ways. <laughs> you know, oh they they're never not gonna all change. not all. But that's true. Yeah, not yeah, all are yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, I feel like. I would like to be the 80-year-old man who's, like, <laughs> still open-minded to anything. and right. like All the new shit that's coming out. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still hip. I'm still <laughs> hip. I'm I know what's going on. What's this new toy you got here? Right, let me see. Let me see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. So then it's, it's just uh, um, something that we got to learn how to do, really. Yeah, and I think it, that just comes with putting yourself around, you know, in uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just getting out of your comfort zone. And I think that's where you really learn more about the world and about right. yourself. And, uh, you know, not everybody is can be gifted, you know, those the, opportunities. Those opportunities. Um, but I think there's still, no matter where you are, you're still able to interact with people you normally wouldn't interact with. Right. And I think people need to go out of their way to do that. Right. And, that's, I mean, it's hard depending on, like, what your focus is yeah. in life, you know. Like, oh, well, I mean, I have no choice. This is, this is my my path. I have right. to stay on this. But, like, if given the opportunity, like you said, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And like that's a for sure. weird type of oxymoron <laughs> type of thing. But I mean, it's true. I mean, especially in this day and age where everything's changing so drastically. I mean, technology, um, social media and just like the, the whole the whole pop culture landscape. Right. I mean, you know, the things that are happening right now could be completely different to the things that are going to be happening in like you know the next couple of months yeah that is <laughs> I, about, I thought you were about to say the next 10 years but it's true literally <laughs> next month a whole new wave of something could yeah. happen and like whatever was there before can be gone you know yeah. what i mean and like that's great i know i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing this the the speed that we're going at uh let me just tell you, shit's getting crazy. Oh, <laughs> the, the fan, the fan will be hit soon, and there will be shit there. It's, it's, Especially it's, this whole like post-pandemic. Oh, we're, I'm. Uh, we're about to hit. I've been. Tell, I said this on another episode. It's about to be a renaissance. You think so? People are about to go crazy. I think like it's, it's like um, this is guy I met my freshman mm-hmm. year. It's like getting drunk. Then throwing up and having to like catch up and drink even more to make up for <laughs> what, what you couldn't fuck? do before. I don't. He was crazy. I okay, don't know. Okay. But, but, Alcoholic and I feel, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Hey, they said in college it doesn't count, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what we're like. We we haven't been able to do what we want to do right, for right, the longest right. time. So now this summer, we're about to play catch up. Oh And I think God. it's about to get wild. I I see it coming. Yeah, concerts, just big social gatherings. Yeah, right. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh festivals. It's about to be. It's about to be a wild summer. <laughs> this summer 2021. And even like, yeah, 2022 is going to be crazy. We're um, saying it now. These next two years, iconic. And oh, it's going to be a whole era. It's going to be a whole era. It might it might Golden be notorious. Girls. I don't know. Notorious. I don't know. Infamous, whatever word you want to yeah, use. Whatever. Iconic. I think these next like five years, people are going to remember. I think so. It's, I, I mean, we could start at 2020, to be honest. Dude, uh, I mean, 2021. I feel like whenever the pandemic hit, it kind of just paused life. Mm-hmm. And I felt like now we're kind of just resuming. Right. You know? I I agree. 
And like I'm, I, I feel that way even for myself. Literally, like this past year or so, yeah, with the pandemic, I like, I didn't really socialize mm-hmm. with people as much. Yeah, and you know, I'm like one of the biggest extroverts you'll meet. Yeah, yeah. And I was the exact opposite. I didn't yeah. want to talk to anybody. I didn't mm-hmm. fool with anybody. Yeah. And it was I never thought I was gonna shift <laughs> like that. So like now, like things are kind of getting back to normal. Whatever normal is yeah. now, it's a whole we normalize a new normal. Yeah. So like now we're getting to the point where like, hey. We're gonna move on, and mm-hmm. things are gonna change, and yeah. I feel like we can move on now, which is kind of oh, yeah. cool. Just still be cautious about what you're doing, oh, I guess. Sure. You know, yeah, it's just the landscape's changing, and I mean, I feel like we've just got to change with it. Yeah, and if you know, yeah. I mean, look, you can stay back, um, but you you have to roll with the times, and I think you just have to roll with the punches. Or you're gonna get left behind. Yeah, I mean, not to say that you know, I like look, I love old heads and like vintage stuff Mm -hmm. trust me but you have to pick up on especially just coming from a marketing major perspective Uh it's understanding the industry and like you have to be in on the new new whatever right um otherwise you know you're not going to be successful you you have to understand what who you're marketing to at least understand the climate you know you cannot Mm -hmm. participate in it but you still have to understand it. And that's like the whole thing. Like, yeah, I'm not into TikTok, but I still understand the, the cultural significance it's having right now mm-hmm. and like the the impact it has in the marketing world. <laughs> How hard do you think that is to navigate, especially when it's something you're not a fan right, of, right. but you still kind of have to force yourself to understand it and learn it? Dude, it's like, it's like high school. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like algebra. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, can I t- still learned it. <laughs> I can tell you about that quadratic formula. Oh, really? <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Or I didn't like geometry, but I'll still tell you. Right. I, can. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it feels different when it's like in my hand and it's social media and I can yeah. really control and limit how much of it I consume. Right, or right, not. right. So I feel like, I don't know, for me, like, a part of me wants to download TikTok mm-hmm. just so I can see what's going on yeah. on there, you know. And then another part of me is like, no, I. I what's hate the biggest it. reason you haven't downloaded TikTok? I don't know. I'm not a big fan of trends. I'm a hater on trends, uh, okay. and I'm the reasons why. I don't know. I just like originality. Yeah. Like I, I don't. This that's just something for me. Like, I feel you. Like one, I, mm. I I got really big in the Converse lately. Yeah. So I got a bunch of Converse gear a couple of years ago, and then my roommate started getting the same clothes I did. And I was like, <laughs> come on, bro. It was sort of cool. Cause I'm like, okay, He's I'm putting them on okay, a little okay, bit. Okay. But then another part of me is like, yo, this is like the kind of like how you said, like, you know, mm-hmm. we have the things that we really appreciate for ourselves yeah. and we kind of want to protect them. Yeah. Type. It's a similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and, but I just, especially in the college town, you see like everybody listening to this, everybody yeah. listening to that, knowing damn well, they really don't care about it or know much about they it. They just so, want to feel like in the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. And like, for some reason, that really just pushes me away. And like maybe I'm trying to learn how to like not yeah. do that as much because like there's still so much to be learned from a lot of those things. I think you just really love your individuality. Yeah. And I mean I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just especially growing up too. I don't know how you were, but uh-huh. I definitely f- was trying to find ways to express myself. Right. And a lot of that was being into things that people, but other people weren't into. Right. Because I feel like as a kid, a huge thing about growing up. Um, and especially like those younger years, like elementary, middle school, mm-hmm. and I mean even high school, you want to feel accepted, right, with other people. And when you do that, you you give up uh, your individuality in a sense, Very and you kind you know you you succumb to whatever the the mass media is into. Right, that's very true. Very true. And I think it's something that you know I I think it's just the way that our parents grew up, and you know. And that's the, how that whole era and that generation um, operated. But I think parents should definitely start. I mean, it, and it's not to say that it's still happening, but it's definitely changing. And I think a lot of parents are giving their kids and raising them with more creative freedom. Right. Which is which I love. And I think um, it's like I don't know how to describe it, but it's like. Cause you, may, I, I had questions about like the whole individuality thing. Mm-hmm. Like in my in my quest to become such an individual, am I yeah. also subconsciously trying to be accepted yeah. for being such an individual? Mm-hmm. You know, and like I just learning not to think about what other people are thinking all the time. Yeah, and like how you said, pa- parents giving kids that freedom to kind of do what they want. I think I was looking at something. I was like Will, Smith, like Will Smith's kids, mm-hmm. Jaden and Willow. Yeah. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. Th- they're they some of the best so examples. They are. Yeah. I, I, I they're so themselves so themselves it's amazing to the point where it's like yo 
what yeah, are you doing? What, what, is, what, is, what is Will Smith? What is your what is, uh, right, Jay, What are you doing? <laughs> yo? Teach me your ways. Right. <laughs> so like like I don't know. Oh, music wise, Jaden Smith. I got, oh yeah, I dude. Know. Sire. Sire. Sire's good, man. Sire? Jaden makes good music. He does. Don't 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 <laughs> Willow? sleep on him. Willow. Willow. Makes, her, I need to get in her more. She makes good music. She too, does. Man. I I know her vocals are on point. Oh yeah, she but makes good music. Those kids right there are like the yeah. greatest examples of creative. Freedom. How were you raised up as a kid? I don't know. I feel like. Were you like? Didn't when when would you say you really found your individuality? Honestly, I honestly think it was when I recently. Or? Rec- I think yeah. it was kind of recent when I kind of was not in school anymore. Because like when yeah. I was in college, I was in so many things. I was involved yeah, yeah, in a lot of things. Because sure. like I I was the type of person in high school to be like in the big social scene, be a popular mm-hmm. person. Yeah, yeah. It's not about what you know; it's about who you yeah. know and the image you portray. Mm-hmm. So I feel like image was sort of everything, and it. To a certain extent, it kind of felt like it was kind of f- fraudulent, not in the sense as that I was pretending to be somebody, yeah. but like at the end of the day, with all those things removed from my life, without the big communities yeah. and without the scenes, who am I as a person? Yeah. Can I answer that question? And when I first left school, I really had to like ask myself, and I think like I was in lows before pandemic where yeah. I was starting to like kind of like be so like like closing myself from the rest of the mm-hmm. world trying to understand who I am yeah. and like and through that I am who I was when I was all those groups trying to be the popular kid that's who I am um, some natural leadership type of abilities and just wanting to be in a, a, a public scene I don't even know how to describe it I just know I was I was raised to just be a confident person yeah. and, and, and do whatever I set my mind to honestly and I don't think I understood that because I felt like I grew up trying to trying to impress mm-hmm. people and trying to fit into like some type yeah. of image and like, oh yeah that's cedric cedric's cool cedric does this cedric <laughs> does that so that's who cedric is yeah but i was always looking at other people to un- they understand who cedric was right so now i think i'm getting to the point where like i can i i am confident in who i'm becoming yeah. and who i am and like i don't need other people's um two cents or yeah. another person's say so to to, to to confirm it yeah it's interesting i feel like especially as you get older you kind of mm-hmm. realize that especially for me like after every like year I feel like I'm getting more and more self-aware about myself. Right. And it's interesting to see. And it's interesting is that you said that, you know, you just, you were kind of just getting into your rhythm like recently and kind of right. finding yourself. Because I feel like a lot of people, they they kind of rush that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, there's this whole uh, yeah, I don't know, weight on everybody's shoulders. And yeah. I think the society puts that on people is that college is definitely the time where you have to, you know, and especially like your early twenties, mid twenties, you kind of got to figure your shit out. Yeah, and like fast, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. wait, I just this is new. I don't even know what yeah. I'm doing right now. Yeah. I'm just trying to still have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm still, I'm not even, I'm still young, man. Yeah, let me live. And I think a lot of that pressure, I feel like, does come from family and yeah. parents. But it's not like a pressure that's meant to like break you down. It's yeah. kind of just like, hey, this is the real world yeah, we live in. For sure, you got to be ready for it, type thing. So like, understanding just like how to navigate through it all mm-hmm. and, and find your own lane to the point where it's like, well, I like to use a basketball analogy. Have you ever watched like Luka Doncic? Yeah. And like Kawhi, when they play, they play at their own pace type right, right, thing, right, right. but they're still like killing it. Oh, dude. And I feel like that's where you kind of have to live life. <laughs> where, like don't let life push you. Yeah, understand yeah. what's going on around you. Yep, though, having yep, that yep, awareness, yep. even of, of yourself and then just knowing how to go at your own pace and still kill the game. And hey. like that, that, that's something that's, that's hard to do. But once you do it, it's like, yeah, yo, yeah. I can't stop him because he's doing him. And I think people all have like their own way of, how they navigate mm-hmm. and kind of learn like what works for them. Right. Cause everybody has works through life differently. And I think everybody's going through different problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just the best tip is really, you have to be, just be more cognizant about who you are mm-hmm. and where you're at. You're right. If you don't know those things, you're not going to know what to do. <laughs> That's, you're going to be lost in, yeah. in like, like you lost in this world instead of like, finding yourself within it because yeah. like you're it's like being like dropped in like a, a murky waters and not <laughs> knowing how to navigate like no flashlight no nothing like know? yeah being lost is totally fine as long as you're trying to find your way out you know right. what i'm saying but if you're out there in the jungle and you're just lost and wandering there's no progress there right you have to yeah go straight keep yeah. moving some do something yeah i mean and whatever it may be just <laughs> keep moving that's yeah. it. And that that's I and like mistakes, those are perfectly like you should 
if you are making mistakes, you're doing something wrong. And see, and that, and I, for the long time, I didn't even realize that. I feel like whenever I was, I, I fucked something up or something like yeah. that was a bad thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm messing up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. But like now I look back, I'm like, as hard as those mistakes made, like my freshman <laughs> year, my first semester, I failed out. Like yeah. I, I was, I was so involved with everything but yeah, school. Yeah. I was doing band. <laughs> I was doing hall councils. I was doing BSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to get an SGA yep. and still be very socially mm-hmm. active. So like I'm doing all these good things and thinking like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm doing good, you know. And <laughs> I'm then, living college. Man. I'm living college. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. And then boom, that that uh, yeah. that dismissal hit me. And I was like. <laughs> Shit. Oh my God. And it was, uh, yeah. It was, and just, that was probably one of the biggest things. That, I mean, I, a part of me is like, I should have done better, but I don't regret it. No, yeah. You can't regret it. You know, I feel like I've learned so much from them. I like embraced that part of me and I've grown with it. A lot, I like, I love this. I love to say this. Mm-hmm. People's like, you need to change and with who you are and, and, you know, become a better person. Yeah. I feel like you should focus on growth, not change. Because when you're changing, you're kind of like disassociating all your past selves yeah. and all the things you've learned. Growth is accepting those things, taking it with you, and, and, and moving on with all those lessons learned, all those mistakes made, everything. And yeah. that like it's like a culmination of yeah. your life. I feel like growth is more important than change, in my opinion. What do you think is the biggest like advice or lesson you've learned from when you like first started college to where you're at now? Hmm. I don't. I feel like everything happens for a reason. That's a that's a, that's a big mantra. I think for yeah. me, like I, I that's think a good that's, one. that's probably my biggest thing. Is everything happens for a reason, and that doesn't mean don't be active and don't try and make things happen. Yeah. But like, if this is something that you want to pursue, mm-hmm. you're the one who has to do it. And there's things like you don't realize <laughs> until you look back. Like that was an opportunity you missed. Yeah. That was a doorway I should have mm-hmm. walked through. That was a person I should have spoke to. Yeah. Etc. But like. Maybe you weren't supposed to, and now it's a lesson learned, and now you can move forward with that. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. <laughs> That's life. That's, <laughs> That's life, life right there. Everything happens for a reason. I believe Jeez. that wholeheartedly. Okay. I respect that. What about you? You got anything you're living by? <sighs> you're about, yeah, you're from, from <laughs> freshman to, to near graduate. What, I know, dude. What are you living by? I mean, I've said this in past episodes, and I'm, I'm going to just keep saying it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that just resonates with me, man. Um, bad, ha- Your bad habits will kill you mm-hmm. your good habits won't save you mm. and yeah so mm. it's this whole it's this whole concept man that look you can go your whole life without smoking cigarettes right, right. but you can still get brain cancer that's, ain't that a trip that's that's it's like the healthiest person going to the gym all the time get hit by a car yep. boom dead done you're done <laughs> so it's like bro you can avoid all these bad things mm-hmm but shit could still hit the fan. Right. And so it's just, you have to have a, it's just a strong mental mindset of rolling with the punches. Right. <laughs> and so that's definitely something that I've learned and experienced through. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think no matter what age you're at, it still resonates. I, I, I'm i really thinking about that. Yeah. It's like your bad habits. What's he, what's your bad your, habits will, won't, your bad habits will kill you. But your good habits won't save, save you. you. That's hard, <laughs> yo. That's, that's a bar. I'm going to have to write that You might down. have to put that in the song. I'm going to have to put that in the song. I like that a lot, Yeah, yo. man. Yeah, this stuff is something that I've uh, taken up. And I think, yeah, I, yeah, like you were saying, man, we learn from these past experiences, and mm-hmm. that's what makes us who we are. Um, and that's why it's so important to have those experiences, whether right. they're a mistake or whether they're a triumph. Right. Um, You know, Count your wins and count your losses. I said, I, I said when I when I had failed, I tried to create like the the the. I don't know if I created, but it's like, L, your losses. Those L's don't stand for losses; they stand for learning or like Ooh, lessons or whatever. So go. like, there's wins and then there's lessons. There's no losses. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, I'm gonna write that one down. Too. There you go. <laughs> Off the top. <laughs> Off the top. Off the top. There you go. Hey, Cedric, bro, I really appreciate appreciate you hopping on. Kobe, I'm, when you hit me up and told me about this, I was like. <laughs> yeah, man. Of course, you know, like, like I, I've seen you from time to time. We've been trying to link up. Yeah, so like man. just even saying that we even talk about music, but just sitting oh, yeah. down and talking to you. You're one of those people, bro. That, um, you know, we can go for, and I have a, you know, there's a lot of people like this in your lives, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have some. But you know, it's just these good souls where you can, no matter how long, you know, we haven't talked. We'll just always pick up where we left yeah, off. Yeah, and just keep moving. And we'll just keep moving. Like, yeah. you know, I would. I, I don't want to call it like low maintenance. I, I don't like that term when people use that. I think it's like uh, 
the foundation is so strong. Yeah. That's like, and it's not even like we didn't live together. Yeah. We, I mean, but it's like just genuine connections. Yeah. And like, those are some things that you just can't like pass over and avoid or whatever. Yeah. You can't unappreciate. And like sometimes you don't even see it, <laughs> yeah. but like, it's like unexplained. It's unexplainable. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just, it's just deep roots. If, yeah. If you have it, you have it and you just know, man. And you just know. Hey, so I really appreciate you hopping on, bro. I'm going to send you this in like Please 10 do. years or whatever. Please do. And then I'm going to hit you up and be like, hey, yo, remember this? <laughs> it's like, oh my God, listen to my voice. <laughs> Thank yeah, you so man. much. Hey, Kobe. man. I, uh, whenever, you know, maybe we'll do another season of this. I'll hit you up over hit the summer up. or something, or hit maybe like up. a year or two. We'll see where you're at. Mm-hmm. We'll see where the boy Cedric's at. Hey, I'm man, where, where can people find you? Because I feel like this one, people mm. are going to be like, damn, All who right, is so, this guy? So um, my in, my Insta <laughs> is Trey underscore B1127. It's pretty dry, but I plan on revamping that, and I'm going to start advertising a lot of music. I'm putting it out. Look <laughs> yes, forward sir, to the SoundCloud. Music. Um, it's, it's We're coming. about to listen to some shit now. It's coming. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long time coming, and no more playing games. Y'all hey, need let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Yeah. Hey, what's your TikTok? <laughs> uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> hey, we know you got a secret account on there, bro. We know you're hiding it. <laughs> All right, bro. Hey, appreciate you, dog. I love you, brother. Much love, man. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Memories together, memories together. We might be gone, but please be still, please be still. Memories together, memories together. We might be gone, but please forget us. Please forget us. Please forget us. Memories.